0: Welcome back to the Christian Music Guys Podcast, a podcast for Christian music fans by Christian music fans. What is up, fellas? It is the season of resurrection. My brother, how's it going?
1: Happy
2: Easter, guys.
1: Happy Easter. Happy Easter.
2: Well, in Tuscaloosa, this is a surprise article. You guys have not heard this. I wanted it to be a surprise because I couldn't believe it. So back about a couple months ago, right around Valentine's Day, police in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, didn't take any chances when they responded to a call about two suspicious packages sitting on the front steps of a federal courthouse in Alabama. The Tuscaloosa Police Department documented that they were first on the scene around 8, 02 a.m. Monday, February 14th, after two employees called about unknown packages at the front of the building. Officers blocked off the street and set up a perimeter (laughs) around the courthouse to prevent cars and people from passing through. This must be some serious stuff. The department's hazardous device unit soon discovered that the threatening packages. Are you all ready for this? were two packages of food from Taco Bell. I am not making this stuff up. It says the investigation revealed the boxes contained what we have identified as a delivery order containing a taco and a burrito cravings pack from Taco Bell. It was an assortment of regular and Doritos Locos tacos along with four BV5 layer burritos. They later opened back the roads and realized that it wasn't a big deal they said they laughed about it
1: well listen i mean no hate on the you said it's tuscaloosa yes listen no hate. they sent the bomb squad and that's fine they just sent them too early they need to send the bomb squad after the person (laughs) eats the taco bell that that's when the bomb squad gets sent tuscaloosa police force
2: Uh, i'm telling you that's pretty comical right there i mean only in alabama Tuscaloosa, Alabama, roll tide people.
1: I mean, listen, imagine oh, if that was gosh. your Uber food and you're sitting there super angry and upset. Where's my food? And meanwhile, the bomb squad's outside shutting traffic down <laughs> and you're mad at Uber. Literally. <laughs> That's awesome. Gosh, I wonder if they got their money back from that
0: order. Or they had to have gotten a refund because they, I mean, you know,
1: if it was me, I, mean, I would have seriously just gone out and picked it up and be like, y'all stick around. I'm going to need you here in a minute. <laughs> go ahead and get the city plumber out of here too, please. Yeah, we need it. M- well,
0: is, it's not called MSD everywhere else, but here here locally it's <laughs> yeah, MSD. Right. See where all
2: the company. sewers go.
1: Give me a heads up. Seward give company. me a heads up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you said it was
2: on – was it on Valentine's Day? <laughs> <laughs> on Valentine's Day, yes. At 8, oh, see, like that's, eight something I mean, in the morning. Oh. So, like, y'all know Taco Bell is open till like, 4 a.m., so the food wasn't that old.
1: Yeah, but they're so it had, it, it had to be overnight. from the night before because they're not open at 8 a.m., right? Is Taco no, Bell open that early? No, no, no.
2: I, well, if they do breakfast, th- yeah, well, yes, it is. Yeah. The breakfast now. Oh, okay, but, yeah, but them, you yeah. said
1: there was like Dorito tacos and stuff. That's quite unfortunate for that person that was waiting on that food. Well, guys, the seasons are changing. Things are warming up. Flowers are blooming. My allergies are killing me. And it's also the time that we remember our risen savior. Easter's upon us. What are you guys going to be doing this season? Anything with family? Like, what does your all's Easter look like? It's Maverick's
0: first Easter, so I don't know. I mean, he won't be able to find eggs, so... (laughs) I mean, you can still
1: do it and say it's for him, but then you keep all the, you keep all the, all the candy, bro. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Jacob, how about you? I feel like I've seen you so many times being the guy at church, the guy on staff at your church, the pastor that's doing the world's largest Easter egg hunt. Do you do that still, Jacob, or what do you do?
2: We are doing an Easter egg hunt this week. And uh, other than that, we, we're doing a good Friday Communion service. We are doing like a small scaled Easter productions. Jesse, what are you doing for for Easter this week?
1: Easter for us is, I mean, I I think, I mean, obviously for those who are on staff or church or involved in church, it, it can be a busy time, but I love it. And we have a few services. We have a Good Friday service where there's another church in the city that uses our building and we actually do a joint Good Friday service with them, which is always really cool. It's a different church, a different denomination. And I always love coming together under one Savior and celebrating what He did for us together. So I always really enjoy that. And so we do Good Friday service and then Easter Sunday. And as far as our family goes, we generally just try to have a big cooked meal that we'll do together and enjoy, just enjoy being together. We just kind of try to spend time together on that day. So Jacob, you said about candy and uh, you want to talk about candy. Cause that's something I could do for the next hour.
2: If you'd like. Absolutely. And I think we should talk about our favorite Easter candy, because obviously there's debates on what season has the best candy. I've heard it all Halloween. Yeah. Halloween's got a lot of good stuff. Uh, and then there's Christmas. Christmas has got a lot of good stuff, but in my personal opinion, when Easter candy rolls out is my favorite season of candy.
1: Your, your favorite season of candy is Easter. Well, I, I'll, I'll start, but uh, let me just say this before we started recording, we were talking about what are, what are we going to say about our favorite Easter candy is? And when I, I quickly put mine into the notes and said, I'm claiming this one. Yes. And there was about a mutiny between my brothers because they wanted to claim it first, <laughs> but I beat them to it. But I think we can all agree. Listen, even if, we disagree about who loves what my favorite candy is the most. I think we can all three agree that the best Easter candy is absolutely not peeps. No. Peeps are are horrible trash that belong in a lesser holiday. (laughs) And they have... Get the peeps out of here.
2: They have not just normal peeps now. They have them dipped in chocolate. They have watermelon flavored. It's so bad. It's so
1: Uh, bad. Watermelon. That sounds horrendous. I saw a Sour Patch
2: flavored one. Like, oh, gross. On a marshmallow. Peeps are to
1: Easter candy what fruitcake is to Christmas exactly it's that thing that exists but no one wants it you know the only person that I
0: actually know I I mean we know that likes Peeps is our papa yeah Yeah,
1: Yeah. he does but you know he also eats like Brussels sprouts so Uh, I don't don't give him too much credit there (laughs) he
0: also comes home and just eats a hot dog raw for his lunch break a lot of times (laughs)
1: So don't take advice from him. But we all agree. Okay, Peeps, yeah. we can be unified under a front against Peeps. Now, Peeps, if you'd like to sponsor an episode, we'll change our mind
2: quickly, I'm sure. But as of right now. Y'all know the really other the other weird Easter candy that I saw? The grass that you put in your Easter basket, they have edible grass now.
1: Um, I always thought it was always mm. edible. I've always eaten that. <laughs> no! <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, okay, so my favorite, we have, we've been talking about everything, but what our favorite is, the one that I stole from everybody else that I think you guys will agree with me, my favorite are the Reese's eggs. Man, I love those they things. hit different. So, they hit different. Especially, they're it's better
2: the,
1: than Reese's.
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: It's the chocolate to peanut butter ratio. Peanut butter. They're perfect in the eggs. It's, they are perfect. It's it is. Yep. It is like, man, if they could sell them year round, they'd have my business year round. Absolutely. They're so oh, yeah. good. Yes. A good question, I guess, is
0: do you say, I mean, you said Reese's, but is it Reese's
1: or Reese's? Reese's? Man, you're really, those are the deep questions, man. I don't know. I guess it depends. It is actually pronounced Reese's. When I watch Unwrapped on the Food Network, yeah old yeah. show. Yeah. Like Mark Summers. Yeah, Absolutely. They always said Reese's. Well, I, I bet it's Reese's because Reese's Pieces makes sense. And what's funny is I actually say Reese's unless I'm saying Reese's Pieces. Listen, we're going to have a whole 30-minute episode on The Origin of Candy on the Christian Music Guys podcast. We go deep into it. But yeah, you're probably right. It's Reese's Eggs, but oh, I like yeah. them. That, that's my favorite. And if out there, if you've never tried this, make s'mores, but use a Reese's Egg instead of a Hershey's Chocolate Bar and you'll never Good go stuff.
2: back. Mm.
1: I had to think about what my
0: next favorite would be <laughs> because I stole yours. And I think it would. Yeah, I think it would be the Cadbury caramel filled eggs. Caramel, Not caramel, or caramel? Caramel. That's a deep. Caramel. Another deep. <laughs> another we can't Hard hitting questions. <laughs> but no, those Cadbury. Caramel filled eggs are amazing. Now they will, if you have any type of toothache or anything, they are so sweet that they will zip right through your jaw and oh, it's
1: like a lightning
0: bolt. But they
2: they they invade is. cavities. They're
0: so sweet. They are I like so the milk sweet. ones
2: too. The the small ones with the candy shell on them. Oh, like the the
0: robin not robin eggs are they milk called? Eggs I mean, they like Cadbury, Cadbury yeah, good, yeah. milk they're eggs. Those are good too. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, those are good. Chris, I, I agree with you. The caramel ones are better than the cream filled ones. I always wait until after Easter and they have like the whole bin full of them that you can get for like 15 cents cents an egg. I go, I go in and I'm like, yep, yep." we're spending about a week's worth of, a week's worth of income on these little chocolate (laughs) eggs.
2: So, okay, Jesse took my favorite, but my second favorite is a good old bag of Starburst jelly beans, and especially the all-red ones, the strawberry and cherry ones. They are so Can delicious. you buy a bag of just all-red? You can. They're called Fave Reds, and it's all the red ones.
1: Oh. I'm assuming this is a Walmart, too, because apparently they carry every kind of candy you could possibly think of.
2: You can find them at your local store, Kroger's, Meyer, Target. Walmart. Publix. Publix, Publix wherever
1: you may find yourself That's in right. the US Piggly Wiggly. Not at the Food lion. City. Uh fleet farm for you Wisconsin friends.
0: <laughs> I I see, I am not a fan of candy. Like fruity candy. I'm chocolate Me too. all the way. Yeah. So, I mean
2: every now and then
0: Like jelly beans in general, I don't
2: not like Well jelly every beans. now and well, then non-easter season like every now and then some Starburst sound good like the actual starbursts or now and later that sounds good every now and then but mainly chocolate yeah
1: <laughs> every
2: now and then sounds good now and later I like <laughs> it did it, I say nice. now and then now and later <laughs> now and later <laughs>
1: Well, being that it's Easter time and we are the Christian Music Guys podcast, we kind of, we went on Spotify and looked at an Easter songs playlist and kind of reminisced over things that we grew up with, things that we listen to now and spent some time chatting about it. And uh, yeah, we can talk about a few of our favorites of those songs, whether it's one that we grew up with or one that we really are listening to a lot now. Yeah. Some of our favorite ones of those. And so we have a list.
2: So, we cannot talk about Easter music and not mention the OG Easter song. We actually interviewed Rusty from New Song back our first episode, and Arise My Love is a staple, I would safely say, as a a wonderful Easter song. It's been played. It's It's been around. The song was written back in the 80s, so it's a It's been around for a long time. But every time I go to Winter Jam or hear it, it's like, wow, like incredible. You guys heard it at Winter Jam, correct? Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. I think last time I was at Winter Jam, they did a... Oh, man, that was a while ago. To the song, they had a big old curtain drop in front of the stage, and there was a laser projector... That was Jesus. drawing um, yeah. like Jesus' face and everything while they were doing the song. Yeah,
2: it's incredible. And they've been asked several times: "Is that do y'all have tracks that help you do that?" And then they like, "No, no tracks." And so they give it their all every time they sing it, and it's it's incredible the way they perform that live. But yeah, "Arise, My Love" is is an amazing song.
1: Those of you who can't see, the three of us are dancing and singing, <laughs> lip singing that song to the top uh, of our lungs.
2: So we how we could we not play well, we haven't done it in the last few years, but always use that song when Jesus comes out of the tomb. And awesome song. And every time Russell and the other guy, Billy. When they sing, you know who it is, and so incredible Easter song, I love I love it. I, I can hear it year round, but especially during this time of the year. it is a very special song
0: yeah and to and to fix something that I said back in the Valentine's Day episode, I agreed upon the wrong song when Jesse said the song title, it was this song that I was thinking of in that episode
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Not, uh, what did you say? Uh, I can't even remember. It was like a yeah, Phil Driscoll song. He's alive, alive yeah. I don't even remember that. No, that was not the <laughs> I song. I don't even remember that. That was, that was, yeah. When we were making this, I was, it clicked and I was like, oh wow, that was the song I was actually talking about, not that other. So, one of my favorites, recent favorites, is Graves in the Gardens by Elevation and Brandon Good Lake. Good song. Um, that song is so good
2: he wrote he, um, he wrote that song correct Brandon
0: yes I think it was co-wrote with like elevation and everything I don't think it was just him um like Chris Brown Stephen Furtick, and Brandon like I'm pretty sure there might have been another writer in that but yes that was like the', a co-written the part- song. It's just
1: one of the songs especially the live version where they kind of just keep. Uh, going over that bridge man it's so good and you can just hear like even the musicians the drummer you know I could just uh, you can almost be there feel like what it was like in person but you know they kept repeating the bridge and you're just like oh I don't mind it I don't mind that this is the 10th time we're saying this because man it just hits so good like it's just like a oh yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so good it's such a good uh, bridge and, and it's a great song
0: Oh yes, those hits! Everything about it—that that's such a fun
1: song to play it too. Is, we need to get Brandon on in here our church, yeah.
2: sometime, and, and he could talk about that song.
1: Oh, let me text him real quick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I should have a quick text.
2: Uh.
1: Well, yeah, for me, the song that came to me first when we first talked about doing an Easter episode was "Forever" by Carrie Job. It's one for me that every Easter when it comes rolling around. I mean, I listen to this song year-round in the ministry that I used to be in before I was on staff at church. We would play this almost weekly, I felt like. It's such a good song. But every Easter, for sure, I love to turn this song up and just and just blare it. It's, it's another one of those songs that just has super powerful lyrics. It, it gets, mm-hmm. you, gets you super amped about our risen Savior. That doesn't just get you moving, come on.
0: Mm, yeah, it is. That, that is a powerful song, it's especially. I, I don't know, like li- like listening, listening to it live. is like when, when a female can like pipe that part right there, like just play. I mean, just full on gut on that forever
1: part that is you know i've i've led that song a few times and it's that song you know like because you know how good that song can be when it's done well and when you go to sing it you're like all right let's let's hit this part and you're like yeah i'm definitely not carrie (laughs) jove you feel it yeah oh yeah man it's still it's still it's one of those songs that you can sing it you sing it with passion. You don't have to be the greatest. It's still a powerful song, and it, oh, it's yeah. just a great one to dig in, to just dive into for sure.
2: Yeah, it's. I love that song. Have you all ever seen them play that live?
1: On YouTube. Yes.
2: On YouTube.
0: No, I'm pretty sure it was a... She toured in a winter jam.
2: Yeah, she has. Yeah, isn't it Winter Jam? Her and
0: Cody have. I think she sang it at a Winter Jam once. It might have been the same Winter Jam that had new, new song singing "Arise, My Love." Uh, Probably.
1: The next song. Well, Chris, that's every Winter Jam, technically. Yeah, technically. New song singing "Arise, My True. Love." So, yeah, you're right. It was that one. True. <laughs>
2: yeah. The next song that I would, I want to talk about Leland came out with a song. It's it's not the same version from the 80s, from Sandy Patty, but it's called Via Dolorosa. Via Dolorosa is, is an amazing song. The lyrics that stand out to me is the chorus where it talks about, it says, on the Via Dolorosa, all my sins was were carried away and the power of hell was broken and he gave his life away that is incredible and I love I love Leland's voice but I really love this song and yeah so it's it's a song that I like to hear every year around this time yeah, Rosa,
1: all my sin was away in the bow of Another song that's just out of my reach vocally,
2: yeah, most definitely. But a
1: fantastic, fantastic song. It is a beautiful song. Any Leland song is out of your reach. <laughs> it's true. That dude's got five five, so he can sing really well. Yeah, fantastic song by by Leland. You said it was originally written by Sandy Patty. Is that is that the first one who did it, Jacob?
2: Sandy Patty. Mm, two different songs, same song title, totally different. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. That but
1: gotcha gotcha okay It, it, it is a fantastic song another one that i wanted to talk about for me that came to mind shortly after i thought about forever is one i grew up with one of the first songs i learned to play on the guitar whenever i was playing and when i was learning the guitar and i learned this song my parents also would ask me to play it for them a lot but it's thief by third day i talk it's the story of the thief that hung on the cross Next to Jesus, uh, the one who recognized who he was uh, and asked him to remember, just tells the story of that thief and what he's gone through. And if you, if you know it, you know how powerful it is. Uh, If you don't know it, listen to it. In Brother Mac also has a super iconic yes. voice, uh, you know, in Christian music. Oh yes. You hear him, you know who it is, and he
2: sings that song. Jesse, let's hear your best Mac Pal impression of
1: that. <laughs> you know, you, you listen, when you're channeling Mac Pal, you have to channel all late 90s, early 2000s kind of grunge, creed, Uh, You know, that, 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 the life house, it's a little bit of that frog throat, you know, but (laughs) yeah, listen, there's nothing wrong with that. It's its own sound, but he's got that iconic voice and that is song, you know, again, one of those songs that I feel like I've probably heard it a couple hundred times in my life and every time I'm just drawn into the story. It's it's such a well written song. It tells a story so well. It's super powerful. Another song that tells a story really well
0: is by Carmen, "The Champion." This is a song that we, oh, yes.
1: <laughs> all of us brothers, we know this one.
0: Used to, we used to be in the basement at our old old house, and we would make plays of this. We had like a, the Jim Carrey oh, mask, yeah, he, that was, and the we devil, would use right? that as mm-hmm. Satan, the devil. Yes. Yes. Do you
2: all remember the time where we were at Robbins and we were outside doing a bonfire? Yes, and we yes. were doing the chanting. And, and I remember one of us was laying on the ground pretending to be Jesus, and their dog came up and started sniffing us because the dog thought we were hurt, but we were just Something pretending that we were dead. Um, <laughs>
1: I mean that, that's such a big part of my childhood memories growing up is doing that everywhere 100%. and it, it was funny no one made us do it Jacob and Chris like but our cousin no. Jonathan would come over and we, it was like what do you guys want to do let's do the Carmen skit you know the champion and we yeah. would just did was what we did for fun you know it was like let's do it and we would spend hours practicing Wearing that tape out. Hanging (laughs) hanging blankets. (laughs) Hanging blankets everywhere. Put this light on. Oh, heck
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He has won. He has won. He's alive
2: forever. He is the risen. He is the Lord. He has won. Yeah, unfortunately, Carmen is no longer with us. But the man wrote some great, great songs, and he was, yeah, he he did a uh, lot. His still. legacy
1: lives on for sure. Yeah.
2: And I remember, I remember seeing him one year at a music festival in Louisville, and he just the the whole place was like insane. Like he was, he had so many people there, and. He performed all the hits, and it was it was awesome. It was it was a great night. And he is one of the few Christian artists. Back in the day, Texas had a humongous stadium called the Texas Stadium, and there was about I think he said it, close to ninety thousand people in that stadium. It was sold out, and Carmen did basically he did all of his concerts for free because he he never wanted to charge people to hear the gospel. So he always had his concerts for free so that was a plus too i thought
1: yeah i was just thinking we're all going on vacation together this year and i just want to put this out there for the three of us <laughs> we're gonna be together for about a week um do we need to resurrect the champion in Purdue performance, yes. do
2: we right need to break out the, right the, the, the old mask? Right in the middle of the park,
1: we can do hey, it. I mean, <laughs> let's do it now.
0: Now with what we have, like we can. Oh no,
1: he's moving. Where's the light coming from? Yeah, we could do. We could do all the the. I vocal mean, we effects. have vocal effects. Oh, we could kill if that. Only those young kids <laughs> running around in red bathrobes and masks. <laughs> oh my the technology gosh. we had today, we'd, we'd had a blast. Oh, yes. We maybe would've. we'll put that been. on a podcast in the future, us performing a video be a us no performing for me, dog. as grown men. That's That's as grown no for men. men. <laughs> maybe
0: maybe not a video, but we'll just record oh, the yeah, audio. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Well,
2: guys, as, as we wrap up this Easter episode, I uh, just wanted each of us to reflect on kind of like what... You know, Easter means to us spiritually in our lives, and I'll go first. This past this past year has brought challenges to many, many people, 2020, 2021, and here we are almost midway through 2022. And it's been it's been a great year this year so far, and just thankful for all the blessings that God has given us. But I look back and just see God's hand. Uh, upon my life and upon my family's life and you know the things that he's pulled us through and gotten us through and i'm I'm forever thankful and forever blessed for that we serve a risen savior you know a lot of people and other religions serve serve these these uh gods that that are no longer alive they serve a dead god, but we serve a risen savior. And I'm forever grateful for that, and just living in a country to where we can, yeah, you know, a lot of stuff may be going on in our country, but one thing that remains is our freedom to worship. And let's—I don't want to ever take for granted—to going into church and worshiping Him freely, and worshiping Him in our vehicles and and in our homes and just just so thankful for God's hand and his blessing and him sending his son to die for our sins. And we all deserve hell. We all deserve the worst. But but God loves us so much that he doesn't want us to spend eternity there. He wants us to spend eternity with him. And so the what Jesus did for us is something that we can never repay him with. You know, repay him back with, but we just love him and accept him and and live for him and do our best as Christians to tell others about him.
0: Yeah, I think Easter. I mean, John three sixteen of course sums it all up. For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, and with with Jesus dying and resurrecting, He gave us victory. He gave us hope, and through that we can live. Not in a just a mundane life, but we can live free, and we can live having hope, and living live like free, and just being able to have fun, and not be doom and gloom. But we have a risen Savior that has saved us and ransomed
1: us. And I think for me, you know, without without Easter, there's there's nothing else. There's there's no there's no other without easter without the resurrection th- there's no hope there's nothing else you know we can have a god you know we can have a god that came we could have a god that loves us we could have a god that's good but if that god can't forgive me of my sins then what's the point you know the the resurrection without that there's nothing else you know and so for me it it, it is it's a celebration of of yes, I have a God that's good. I have a God that loves me. I have a God that came. Yet I also have a God that is so powerful that he overcame death in the grave. And because of his goodness and his love and his mercy, my part that I get to play in that, in him being my savior and then spending a turn with him, he didn't just love us and didn't just come for us, but he forgives. And because of the resurrection, that's the hope. Um, That's the hope that we have as believers that through Jesus, through that man and his resurrection, uh, we're given new life. And I think it's Mm -hmm. talked about that, you know, first Peter, it talks about that, you know, praise be to him uh, because of his mercy for us, like his resurrection, it talks about his resurrection. It's his resurrection that gives us new birth. And so for me, it's a reflection on Easter is, man th- this is the big one you know this is what we celebrate because without this there's nothing else you
0: know oh yeah that's why we we
1: sacrifice our a lot of our time
0: um, being volunteers at church or on staff at church we put in the hours for a service so that we know the hope and the the freedom that we've gotten and we want to see you know someone else receive that but it's so worth it to do it And to see the the fruit of that and people come to Christ. For sure. That's the hope.
1: And we hope that you guys spend, everyone home spends time this season with family, with loved ones, reflecting on our Savior's love for you. I hope you have a very happy Easter and that it goes well with you and that you eat lots of Reese's eggs while you remember. And peeps. and No! Get rid of those, nope. Get rid of those. Uh, but yeah, happy Easter, everyone.